0: When I got shot, God gave me the opportunity when I had the conversation. God said, can you forgive the person that shot you? Hmm. Now, but God also said, showed me. You can still do it the way the streets, you know, the way you were, you know, the way you've been living. I'm not going to force you, but okay. I'm going to give you the opportunity uh-huh. to forgive this person and have the, 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 the compassion. Now, this is somebody pulled the trigger on me. I'm looking at them. Yeah, they shot you t- to your chest, I know. About, about, about 10 feet away, and I'm laying on the floor bleeding like a fucking pig. My, my femoral artery severed, blood's everywhere. I, I can hear the, 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 the paramedics coming, mm-hmm. but I can see my body. I'm, I'm twisted up, drugs, guns, shit mm-hmm. everywhere. And I'm like, fuck. Man, I'm like, mama. I failed you, mm. I'm like all you did was love me and teach me the right way, and I fucking failed you. Mm. Here I am dying in a dope house, and so I was like, God, look, look, look. I was like, so okay, God, look, give me if you can bring me back for the sake of my mother. I said, can you give me a second chance? And I was head. Okay, well, if you can forgive this person, I got you.
1: Welcome to Men This Way, the podcast for every man who seeks to live his deepest purpose in life, who's committed to showing up fully and giving his unique gifts to the world. Because if not you, then who? I'm your host and fellow journeyman, Brian Reeves. Brian with a Y, Reeves. Men This Way. Ever struggle with forgiveness? Can you stay in your heart even when facing someone who hates you? And are you open to an essential, profound conversation between two men on racism? Well, in this episode, my guest is Arjuna O'Neill. He and I mine these questions and more for useful insights to make a meaningful difference in your life. And we have an essential, profound conversation between two men one white and one black, or as Arjuna prefers to say, one melanated and one non-melanated on racism. Arjuna O'Neill is a profoundly wise man. Growing up in Detroit, Michigan as the son of a notorious drug dealer in Detroit, Arjuna's early life was just steeped in many of the tragic circumstances that countless young black men live with daily in these United States of America. Now, I met Arjuna last year through a small private men's group called Man Cave Elite that he and I were brought together in by our mutual friend, Preston Smiles. And since meeting him, the conversations that we've shared and the explorations we've plunged ourselves into have revealed to me exquisite depths of experience and wisdom and revelation and insight and practice in this man called Arjuna. And in this episode, you're going to hear his story of being shot, what happened to him, his practice around forgiveness, and how he stays in his heart, even in the face of men and women, including police, who may be targeting him because of his skin tone. I originally recorded this on an Instagram Live with Arjuna, and although the sound quality is a little different than my typical episodes, it nonetheless flows like a typical episode. Very little audience interruption, so you should be able to enjoy our conversation and be deeply moved and inspired by it as you would any other episode of Men This Way. Also, it's a little longer than my normal episodes, but I chose to feature it in its entirety because what Arjuna shares in our conversation is just riveting and 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 heart-wrenching and deeply touching, and his life, his way of being is an example and a lesson for us all. And so, um, it was really important for me to share this with you in its entirety. And from the feedback that I got just from the, from the live episode, um, when it was actually recorded and people, you can also watch this by the way, you can watch, uh, our conversation on both Instagram and Facebook. Both the videos have been posted. There it was a, a two part interview conversation, um, so many people were moved to tears and inspired, and, and uh, so I'm, I'm really proud of this conversation that Arjuna and I uh, got to have. This this conversation, this way of exploring and talking is, for me, the model of how humanity heals itself in, in moving forward past our perceived and basically made-up differences. So I invite you, please stay tuned all the way through to the end of this Epic episode of Men This Way. And if you want to share feedback or share what this conversation inspires in you, please feel free to email me directly at brian at brianreeves.com. It's brian with a Y at brianreeves.com. I would love to hear your thoughts. All right, let's dive. Arjuna. What's Brian? My man. Yes. Let me uh get the volume here. That's where I want Is it you to you good then? Yeah, I'm good. I hear you, man. Okay. I'm here. Make
0: sure I mute my phone. And, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, what's up, man? Good to see you. Oh man, you know. It's, it's, a
1: pleasure <laughs> be, it's a pleasure to be seen. Yeah. I know. Um yeah, again, so if you're watching on Facebook, I'm talking with Arjuna. Over on Instagram, join me there. Hop off and join me on Instagram at Brian Reeves uh, Insight on Instagram. That's where we're holding this conversation. And uh, Arjuna, first, man, just h- how are you how, are you, how are you holding up, man? I'm o- you are in the thick of it. And I don't mean just for people watching. I don't mean that he's in the protest. He's out there. No, but Arjuna is in the conversation, man. You, brother, you are just – I'm just so – I so appreciate the space that you're holding right now. And, and
0: how you doing? How are you feeling? Before uh, I even start the conversation, you know, um, just with the awareness, the emotional awareness, knowing that this, uh, this topic, it brings a lot of charge and it activates yeah. a lot of us in our uh, sympathetic nervous system. So before we start, I would like to invite us all to take a few deep breaths, you know, just... You know, um, that's one way I ground. I got my rose quartz in my hand. So yeah. remind me to keep that love. You know how it yeah. always been. Oh, man. All yeah. the tools are necessary in this time, you know. I got yeah. my safe over here. So I'm going to take a few. um Yeah, let's go take a few deep breaths. You can lead us in the breaths if you want, uh, Brian, but we'll just take a few deep breaths. I love breathing. Yeah, sure.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> so... Oh, man. What I like to do when I breathe is also kind of give the body a little bit of love, yeah. kind of shake out. Because I noticed, like, for me, especially in being on, you know, whether you're on a phone or a computer, it's like we don't, you know, the body gets stagnant. Yeah. So, oh, even as you're breathing, if you're watching this, just kind of shake, shake it out a little bit. Give the body a little bit of love. Oh, man.
0: Yeah. Bring the practicing in real time. You got to bring the tools. I got the sage. <laughs> <laughs> Got to bring the tools, man. love the tools. Got to clear it out. Got to clear it out. Yeah,
1: clear it out. Oh, man. And then uh, from that place, I noticed that as the body kind of give the body a little bit of love, I noticed that there's just, oh, man, just what I like to do is allow. Rather than forcing my breath, I like to allow my body to breathe a little deeper.
0: Uh, Allowing my body to breathe. Yeah, and if you're tuned in right now, I'd like to invite you to maybe think of maybe one to two or three things that you're grateful for in this moment. bring some some gratitude into the space. If you want, you can put those in the comments. You know, something you're grateful for right now. Um, One of the other things I like to do is also set an intention. Why you showed up. You have an intention, you can drop that in the comment as well. And again, if you're watching us
1: on Facebook, hop over to Instagram where I'm live with Arjuna O'Neill, um, um, Brian Reeves Insight. Just hop on over to Instagram if you this is if you've never done Instagram. Go over there anyway, um, or watch it later. Watch the replay. But uh, that's where we're holding it down right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, brother. Um, well, you know, uh, first of all, thank you. Uh, thank you for. Yeah, you know, just being who you've been over the past year. You know, I've known you, I've learned a lot, grown a lot with you side by side in the in the trenches. Um, yeah, and then just, just want to say, you know, these are one of those, those situations where I feel like this current, current time, uh, there isn't a blueprint for this. So something that I like to do as well, the a practice to remind me to lean into my heart. Sometimes, just even trying to bring the awareness from thinking about it, I usually put my hand on my heart and just remind myself feel that heartbeat. Um, in this moment, you know. Um, so if you're if you're tuning in, put your hand on your heart. Remember, remember that heartbeat. This is why we're this is why we're here. You know. Um. What I do know uh, through my experiences, my journey, is when we're disconnected from our heart center, um, it's it's really easy to forget. It's really easy to forget our true essence. So I'll start there. Again, I got my rose quartz, so remind me of love. Um, how am I doing? You know, there is uh, the cognitive answer. Yeah. You know, the, the intellect, yeah. that's yeah. the human enter, which is, I was telling uh, uh, a brother today. If um, I sat here and told you that I was okay, I'm lying to myself, right? Like, mm-hmm. something's not coming through. To be, you know, I'm 40 years old, been here on this planet. And so to know that this has been a reality for the past 40 years, uh, there's a part of me that has been numb to circumstances. But I also know that uh, from the heart space, from from the human space that uh, I deserve, right? To be able to have just as much opportunity, privilege, uh, um, yeah, as you, right? We all do. That's our human birthright. So um, I always remind myself of that, but at the same time, I know my life doesn't align with that on some levels. On some levels, so there's that conflict. There's that duality. There's that, and so that's always uh, you know you know me. I'm always leaning into my heart. I always remind myself of my heart because that keeps me in my. My God, self, and my highest essence, and that's what has allowed me to continue to press forward and be strong for, you know, um, my people. Um, and before we go any further, something else I want to drop into the space because I know this has been an issue. Like I said, since that was born, right? Um, and the term, the terminology, the words, the labels—you know, white, black has become trigger words, right? Um, Just from hearing it in so many different ways and the way society has put negative connotations on these terms. And so the moment you hear those terms, it triggers you, right? You become activated. We're in our sympathetic nervous system. And that's why a lot of people can't have this conversation that me and you are having right now. That's why a lot of people can't really sit in this with us right now, which is no judgment. Yeah. You know, um so I will refer to myself as a melanated man and anyone that is not I will say non-melanated. and will shift that vibration, right? So Okay. Um, yeah, so melanated melanated skin which is someone that looks like me and then non-melanated would be someone like you. So that way we can take that off of our like Yeah. Not, so we we want to we want people to be Able to come into this space, right? We want people to actually learn something through our dynamic, our dialogue. Yeah, um, I am. Tra- I am uh, trauma-informed, trained to how to deal with trauma because, you, like you said, I am in the thick of it. Uh, I'm in spaces
1: where. Can you can you explain really quickly just a little yeah. bit about? what what you're doing in the world i know in in la i mean you know man I, we don't have time to go into uh, your whole fucking life experience and what brought you to where you are today but just a little bit about you know what what being in the thick of it right now means for you
0: well you know I, i'm i'm in i'm in these marginalized i i'm in marginalized communities i'm in communities where there is a lack of resources of of anything so just to be clear What you have access to, I'm in communities, that's the exact opposite. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, foods that support the human body to be strong, to be mentally and emotionally stable. You know, a lot of people don't know that most underserved communities, well, at least in L.A., are what they would be deemed as food deserts, um, where there isn't the proper... Mm. Produce and foods that provide the nutrients and sustenance yeah. for there's a direct correlation between the mental and emotional state with the food that you eat. That doesn't happen in some of these cases. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the level of trauma, violence, you know, um, where I have that community center is where the LA riots started. You know, yeah. like two blocks where Rodney King was beat. So that that's still in the streets. It's still in the concrete. It's still in the infrastructure because they haven't changed anything. So, I mean, uh, yeah. that's not uh,
1: How long have you been running that community center? Uh, this July will be four years. Four years, got it. Um, I think, you know, Arjuna, the thing that, that, um, you know, I do this broadcast every week and I call it Wisdom Wednesdays every 6 PM right here. And, you know, typically my focus is on intimate relationships and, you know, that's all my, most of my work is around intimacy and and awakening, you know, as a man, myself, 46 years, exquisitely aged, uh, you know, to be able to do intimacy well, there is an awakening that must take place. There is an awakening to, all the things I was blind to, to all the things that I wasn't taught yes. by my parents, my fathers and grandfathers, all the, and I think, you know, I think that's why it's so important even for us to be having this conversation now, because it's the same thing in a sense. There is an awakening. We're men, you know, you and I, we're men. And for us, you know, I've said this to you a few times in our men's group, man, you and I just having the conversations we get to have—that's—that's—that's the—that's—that's that's, that's what the world needs, I believe, right now. It's
0: like—it's—it's it's, it's what the world needs, but it's what the world doesn't get to see. Doesn't get to see, right? And and so this is why I showed up. You know, I didn't show up to to make anybody right or wrong. Yeah, I showed up. To, I showed up purposely. I showed up on purpose to show what the world. Well, at least in America, doesn't show. America doesn't show this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, and so, you know,
1: you know if if when 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 white and black men get together, or melanated non-melanated men, when we what we show is we show us talking about sports. Yeah, we're just talking about sports or politics, maybe, or I don't know. I don't know what else we might be talking about. Chasing women. That's it. Yeah. But the real
0: conversations. Well, we sh- it's basically, I call it. We- they show us shooting the shit, right? Shooting the shit, right? Shooting the shit. All the things that keep all the things that keep us out there. See, so, you know, right. they show us talking about the things that keep us from looking in here and yeah. more out there and caught right. up in the same shit that distracts us from looking in here? That's my perspective. <clears throat> yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah, and I think I think this has been a, a great gift. You know, at this time. For us to be in this this men's group together, again, for those of y'all that don't know, Arjuna and I are in a men's group uh, called Man Cave Elite that our our mutual friend Preston Smiles put together, and and we're connected through and and we've been connecting for about a year now. Yeah, and it's as these as you know, in these last few weeks, I think Ahmad Arbery his death really got us started in this com- particular conversation, and you know, I think six six men in the group are. Are deeply, beautifully melanated. Uh, maybe seven half the group, and man, and we got cop. We got former cops in that group. White police in that group. We got you know other. Uh, I'm an army. I'm an air force veteran. We got an army veteran. White. Like man, it's been so powerful having these conversations. And Arjuna, you know, I know you. You've been. You gave it, you gave some advice to, to one of the guys in our group who was, he's in the first responder community. He was saying like, look, you know, I, I realize that he's really conflicted because he, he knows there's a lot of beautiful, good cops. You know, there's so many good men and women that are police and, fir- and firemen and first responders. And, and, you know, he wants to affect change. And I remember you said something to him, man, the only way you're going to affect change is if you stay in your heart. Yes. Lecturing them about the the oath of office they took or the code of that, that ain't going to do nothing, but staying in your heart. And that's the thing that I've seen you really modeling so beautifully, man, through this charged time living in Florida, you know, a lot of men walking around wearing MAGA hats and you have a conversation. So, um,
0: what's your secret, man? (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, to be honest, I was I was I was angry, bro. Like, yeah, you know, this shit's real. You know, I've been yeah. I've been tried and tested, man. I I grew up in the inner city of Detroit, East yeah. Side, man. And my father was, uh, uh, you know, in his day, he was the game was passed on to him. He was a uh, street entrepreneur. That's the term I like to use. You know, mm. I always you know, my words. I'm I'm very big on words and how yeah, you say. Yeah. it. But my, my father was a street entrepreneur and raised me to uh, uh, to be the same. And so, you know, I I saw it from the other side. You know, I saw it from the disconnect, the, the aggression, the, the hurt, the suffering, the deep woundedness. I was so disconnected, you know. Mm-hmm. But then I was sexually abused as a young man, as a little boy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, something that's not talked about, right, is how do things start? You know, we're we're quick to grab things from what we see in that moment, right? You know, um, you walking down the street and you you bust out a car window. Somebody outside is like, "Holy shit!" There's a non-Millinated man walking up the street, busting out windows. He must be. And then they go into the whole story, right? Versus what happened to him before he came, right? down the street or what happened to him before he left the house today that he didn't process, right? So um, being molested as a young boy, right? Um, Working in schools, I work with kids and over 10,000 kids and what you find out is out of all 10,000 kids, maybe 9,950 of those kids have experienced some level of sexual abuse within their family, yeah. right? So that's a lot of, that's just, and that's just a, a, a hypothetical number. But if we did statistics, that's just to help people wrap their head around this framework, right? Yeah. So imagine, you know, being robbed of your your childhood, you, you're that early and then growing up, right? Not yeah. being able to talk about it, right? You got all these babies being born things are happening, being robbed of their, their, their freedom as, as toddlers or infants, or some of them just little boys and girls, and then life. And then the beliefs that are being taught to them on top of that, right? Whatever that is, parents are teaching them, whoever the caretaker is, they're being taught this and that. Yeah. Plus that experience.
1: I, and I know, I, I, and I also want to acknowledge, man, like you're sitting in front of a, a panel that's like forest behind you. Yes. And that's not what the inner city looks like. Not at all. My backyard, even looking out my window here, man, I'm surrounded by
0: trees. <laughs> that has impact on mental health. Yes. You know, oh, we're, gonna you, get into, we're gonna get into all that. We're gonna get all into all that. that. I just, just want to see because I want to yeah. walk people through because if 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 we can understand where Kind of have an idea of where it starts. Yeah, I think that's what. So, because you asked me, how do I stay in my heart?
1: Yeah.
0: Well, being molested, um, trying to tell, trying to speak up. So I tried to speak up, and the same. Uh, uh, <clears throat> it was the babysitters, right? My babysitters, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> trying to speak up, trying to tell the truth. They poisoned me left me for dead. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I was found in the house in the basement by their brother, um, where, you know, I was in the hospital for, for a few months. And so a lot of times we don't think about when your voice is silenced at a young age, When you've been taught to be quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes even just as a parent, kid cries, uh, close your mouth, stop crying. Uh, you, you know, mm-hmm. especially you hear this story with so many men and, and, and pretend to men. Exactly. Um, yeah. we're, we're taught. Mask your feelings. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Hush. That's not tough, you know, or whatever it is. So you, you 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 go through life and life gives you what life gives you. And then you still have all this and you're carrying it. You're carrying this. You're carrying this heaviness. You're carrying this. And then there's nobody to talk to. Right. So. I move forward. Another incident happens, you know, I I, I beat the shit out of a kid in school and they tell me, oh, he needs help, he needs counseling. So I go to a counselor where I think the counselor's safe. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Non-melanated woman, not from the inner city, doesn't know anything about the inner city, but she's the one giving, Mm -hmm. you know, writing the paperwork saying what I need and what I think I need. So Mm -hmm. she asked me about my pain one day. And at this particular time, it was the pain that I was feeling about my dad. And she says, uh, "Would you ever hurt him?" And I thought this was a safe space, so I told her, "Yeah." So mm. this is the way I feel. Mm. Well, twenty minutes after that conversation, uh, I get a I get I get a call from my sister that the house was surrounded by police,
1: mm.
0: and I didn't come home. So now, the mindset was to go back and take her out because at that time she didn't know that I carried a semi-auto a pistol that my dad had. Yeah. So, and I'm going to wrap it up and bring it back home, but the police, so just so people can understand, like, this is, this is, you would probably never have to deal with this if this was you in this predicament just because of the non-melanated. So the police tell my mom, your son is armed and dangerous and mentally challenged because Mm -hmm. it's a therapist that's putting this out, put the Mm -hmm. call out. Yeah so they tell my mother you have 24 hours to turn him in and if you don't right if you don't we're going to kill him we're, if he, he they don't even know if I got the gun they just that's just what has been told that I'm armed and dangerous mm. so they tell my mother well, we're going to kill your son if if we have to find him first it's likely that we will shoot him down mm. and so m- my mom calls me crying and crying and bawling but now remind you Brian, i'm still so I'm gonna help everybody understand this whole police dynamic. So I'm still, uh, I'm still hurt. How, are you, hurt. how old are you at this age, at this moment? I'm 16, I'm 16,
1: 16.
0: yeah. I'm still hurting I'm in the conversation, but now this has happened. So now I feel betrayed. I'm, I'm even more enraged. I'm not in my heart. I'm in mm-hmm. my sympathetic nervous system. I'm in survival. Yeah. yeah part of me's wanting it right a part of me's looking for something or an outlet to express what's really going on and at that point for me i didn't it didn't matter what it looked like how it looked so long story short my mom was able to convince me uh, to turn myself in so i turned 17 you know i was only supposed to go for an evaluation they put me in a mental hospital where um, again,
1: yeah.
0: so people that don't know, people that don't know, you know, we watch these movies and we think that those movies are far-fetched. No, what we see in some of these movies, how they treat people in those mental, uh, institutions. You are a, your project, you're like a science project. They you up with these drugs. Yeah. They fuck you up. And so I turned 17 in the boom, boom room, padded room, uh, hated my mom, which was my best friend. I was the only person that had left. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she was on their side because she turned me in. I didn't get it from a mother's perspective. I didn't get it that she loved me so much she didn't want... She- I didn't, But at that time, too, I didn't know that the police had told her. Totally, yeah. Like, what choice does she have? Right. And so, you know, fast forward, I get out, life continues to happen. Pain, 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 hurt, hurt, hurt. And... People may have not been... Through my experiences, you know, they probably didn't have all the things I've had happen, but just that one little boy, little girl that's been abused, can feel the same way. And so, you know, I live a long time being disconnected from my heart. Yeah. Being shot, died, make the news, come back. Um, but what happened after I was shot, I was paralyzed for a year, couldn't move. Mm-hmm. For the first time, you know, uh, my mother was always, you, you know, a powerful spiritual woman. She always uh, was into self-love, self-care, self-development, even though she wasn't taught that. But that was like stuff she always put in front of me mm-hmm. in the midst of growing up in the hood and doing all these things. Mm-hmm. And so when I couldn't walk, I decided to one day try. I was like, I tried it. In my mind, I tried everything else. I was like, you got to try something different. But I was I was always smart. I was educated, you know. I always went to school. I studied, and I knew that there was certain things that you could do to heal the body if you knew how to speak to it. You know, that's why I say my words. I watch the way I speak.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Yeah. And so I started developing this relationship with myself, and being paralyzed for a year allowed me to really just get to know my body, um, get to know myself. You know, a lot, of us, a lot of us as humans are walking around in our bodies and really and are clueless to how the body functions.
1: Yeah,
0: A lot of us don't even know the anatomy of the body. And being paralyzed and being shot and having that type of surgery, the way the surgery was, it was, you know, because the bullet severed my femoral artery where I bled out, maybe. And so they cut me open in so many different places, but they couldn't close the wounds based on the type of surgery. So I got to see, like I was able to like, Think a thought, make my toe move, and then see it move, and see the tendons. And I, at that time, as fucked up as it was, (laughs) it was like some transformer shit. It it, it geeked me out. I was excited. I was like, "Wow!" And so I would play with like my thoughts and make my Mm -hmm. limbs move, Mm -hmm. and made me take it further. So I started studying Mm -hmm. this this connection Mm -hmm. um, with myself. I got to know myself, Mm -hmm. and then I. As I learned how to develop this relationship with myself, oh, man, I was like, wow, we're, we geek out on iPhones. I was like, the human body is some of the greatest technology, right? I was like, man. And so for me, I was like, if I can figure this out and heal, I can teach other people. Like, I can teach other, other young, non, uh, young melanated men like me this gift. You know? yeah. So I was like, I got to heal. I was like, I got to heal. I got to do it right. I was like, I got to figure this shit out. And I wanted to be the best at it. Because they told me I'd never walk again. Doctors gave me a stack of papers uh, and assured me, you'll never walk again. You're done. And I was like, fuck that. But they didn't, what the doctors didn't know is I had a conversation with God. Mm. God told me that I would be able to do this mission that I'm doing right now. Of course, you don't believe that. Then it's just, then they kept trying to tell me I was, uh, I was going through PTSD. They're like, oh no, it's, you're in shock. And I was like, no brother, you can't tell me. (laughs) but I just kept going. And so something that happened though, that's very big in this piece that I have to put into the spaces. When I got shot, God gave me the opportunity. When I had the conversation, God said, can you forgive person that shot you? If you can forgive, now, but God also said, show, "Showed me, you can still do it the way. You can still do it the way the streets, you know, the way you were, you know, the way you've been living. I'm not going to force you, right? I'm not going to force you, but I'm going to give you the opportunity uh-huh. to forgive this person and have the 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 compassion. But God said, if you choose, like, so, but God didn't tell me the level of this forgiveness, what it was going to do, how God didn't tell me how it would be magnified. He, it just showed up as this is your opportunity. If you can forgive this person right now that shot you, right? Now this is somebody pulled the trigger on me. I'm looking at them. Yeah. They shot you t- to your chest. I know. About, about, about 10 feet away. Yeah. And, and just to be clear, the person that shot me looked like me melanated. Yeah. So... To have this experience, right? In that moment, I chose the forgiveness. I was like, I've done all this other shit. Now I'm talking to God, all right, God, come on. (laughs) I'm not gonna question you. I'm like, because right before, before we had this conversation, I'm laying on the floor bleeding like a fucking pig. My my femoral artery severed, blood's everywhere. You know, uh, the new, I I can hear the the, 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 uh, paramedics coming. I knew I only had a few minutes because the way I was bleeding, I was like, this isn't like the shit on TV that we see where the guy gets hit, gets up and starts running. I'm like, Whoa, this is some shit like saving private Ryan. I was like, I, I watched a lot of war movies. So I I got to, <laughs> I, had to get it. I had to get to work. So I put my uh, finger in a hole and I'm, <sighs> but I was in so much pain. But then all of a sudden when I had this conversation with God, I was like, wait, something's happening here. Yeah. For a minute. I didn't know if I had crossed over though. I didn't know Brian. I didn't know if I had died. I was like, Because it felt, I went from burning, I went from burning, bro. Like I went from being on fire to like this, this, this love, this, this nurture, it was like something I had always wanted, right, Brian? I had always wanted, it was that feeling of being seen, held and supported and cared for that I had always wanted Mm -hmm. in that moment. It was the most beautiful experience. Mm -hmm. But a part of me thought, I was was like, dude, damn. Mm -hmm. I was like, you crossed over, you're in your angels. But I can see my body, I'm I'm twisted up, blood everywhere, fucking drugs, guns, shit mm-hmm. everywhere. And I'm like, fuck, man, I'm like, mama, I failed you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm like, all you did was love me and teach me the right way and I fucking failed you. Mm-hmm. Here I am dying in a dope house. And so um, I'm like, God, look, look, look. I was like, so, okay, God, look, give me, if you can bring me back for the sake of my mother. So just for the sake of my mother. She 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 has never wavered in her faith in you. All my years, she has never ever wavered in her faith. So for that sake, I said, Can you give me a second chance? And I was head okay. Well, if you can forgive this person, I got you. So I chose forgiveness, right? But The level of forgiveness, the type of forgiveness, it wasn't just like what we say when we, you know, you hurt somebody, you break somebody's heart, I forgive you. No, it was was a different type of forgiveness and compassion that I have access to. So I just want to bring that into the space because a lot of times people, I have a superpower.
1: Hmm.
0: My level of forgiveness and compassion is not like the average human being. Hmm. Because of that experience, yeah, 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 man. Wow, um, you know, from being in the cave, brother, you, you you know we've we've raised some bars. I know,
1: man. Look, the way we thirteen <laughs> men communicate, and, and the places we go, and the way that we do it is—I mean, this is how this is this is how adult men communicate. This is how adult men navigate differences and different cultures, backgrounds, beliefs ideologies and 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 still love each other man and still create beautiful community together that's why i'm I'm, I'm so <laughs> deeply deeply grateful for for this man cave that we have um the thing that you you know you you said something you, you pointed out something that it's like I hate that it bears repeating. But it does because so many, especially white people, just don't don't understand this, that we are not starting from a level playing field. You know, I remember when I was in the military, we did a lot of racial sensitivity training. It's the military. We're serving alongside different races. You know, we we got to be able to get along. And when the mission is out there, we can't be fighting in here. Right. And I remember we did this uh, in this one training I did. It, it, it will never ever leave me. We we played a card game. It was like a seven card, you know, poker game. Except some people only got 3 cards and some people got 12 cards. Right. Some people got 7 and then I was one of the people blessedly that got 3 cards. Right? So now we're playing seven card poker. I got 3 cards. These other players got 11 cards and oh by the way, the bank, the house is giving favorable loans to the people with 11 cards so they're getting more money they're getting favorable terms they get to go and in fact i don't even get to go every time it's my turn i get to i get skipped sometimes (laughs) (laughs) it's just a card fucking game man and i'm feeling like this ain't fair this is some bullshit like like how can i possibly even hope to compete at this game of cards when the terms are such that everyone else is favored and I'm starting with literally half of my hand. And I can I remember just in that little experience, just feeling the part of me that's like, how can I cheat? How can I get one over? Up? How can I? How? So it's like when you talk about your dad as a street entrepreneur, there's a lot of white people, especially that would say, no, no, he's a drug dealer. Call him what he was. And that is completely missing the point that is completely bypassing a reality that we in general, and I'm not, you look, there's a lot of poor white people that also are starting with only three cards in the deck, but there's still, there's still, there's the, the the skin tone still affords a different experience. They're still in communities surrounded by other people with that skin tone. The DMV is with people with that skin tone, you know, everything that they're trying to accomplish in life is generally in the presence of people with that skin tone. It's like, we're not starting from the same uh, level playing field. No, no. And so long as we keep bypassing that, like with all the looting and the rioting going on, it's like, we can't hold both possibilities. No one's standing for looting and rioting. We're not saying that that's appropriate and that's what should be happening. And by the way, and you and I both know this, it ain't just black people looting and rioting. Far from it. Let's not even go down that rabbit hole. Uh, You know, but I, let me stop. Let
0: me just shut up. Give the floor. I, I'm just, I'm just on a rant right now. You know, this is what we do in real time. <laughs> you, know, you get lucky sometimes, you know? Yeah. you know. like I said, I, I, I refrain from using the word black and white. So melanin, you know, uh, and and non-melanin skin, right? Um, yeah. It's like, you know, it, it's almost like. And I use this analogy a lot. It's like telling a woman who's been raped by her uncle for five or ten years, and it finally comes out, and it's like, "Well, at least you didn't get pregnant, right?" Right. Just right. to hear that shit, it? I, right?
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a good, good way of framing it. At least you like, didn't get pregnant, so get over it. You like, should be over it. Why are you upset? Nothing happened. I mean, it happened. Get over it.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. T- t- so and I'm 40, right? I'm 40. This, this has been, and then my mom has a story. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. My grandfather, my mom's father, uh, served jail time for drinking out of the non-melanated
1: mm-hmm.
0: water fountain. Um, They abused him. See, so a lot of melanated skin is connected to that pain, right? Connected to that pain, that type of uh, 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 treason, that type of dishumanization, right? So when you show up, and like like you said, when you show up in this world, I'm already at odds. Yeah. It's like you think about the race, right? The laps. Everybody says, go, you you there's a whole lap already ran and then I get to go.
1: Yeah, right.
0: Right? Yeah, totally. You got two laps ahead of me. I'm supposed to catch up. Yeah. So that so see, I I, I use different perspectives because I know that when we try to talk about this shit head in, because of how it's been done by society, you can't even have a healthy conversation about what's really happening. So you have to to be able to talk into it, but also be able to frame it where the mind, because some people, as soon as they hear what we're trying to talk about, instantly you go into your sympathetic nervous system because, and that's proof that how, that in itself is the proof that how fucked up this is. The fact that the moment me and you were to use those terms and start using those languages, and you clinch up shows that's how fucked up it really is, even on a vibrational level. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You have, like, I don't even have to do anything. We've seen that in the cave. We've never once cursed at each other. We've never attacked, but just using the terminology, you've seen what it does in in the cave. (laughs) Come back and breathe into it. Hey, fellas, hey. (laughs) We're humans, like it just, and that's just from using the words, right? So, and we know we love each other. We know we got each other's back. So imagine on trying to do this on a societal level, on a yeah. where everybody has their own experience, their own beliefs, their own connection to it, their own traumas, their own, their own
1: s- own sad stories, their own yeah, totally uh, yeah.
0: all of it. So, yeah. you know, and so the reality is, and even so, to so what we're seeing now. Like even the term to say looting, right, Uh, uh, or rioting, you know, like I don't use those words. I say what you're seeing are people acting out from emotional reactivity, emotional imbalance. Because the truth is, if I love me, if I love self, I'm not going to put myself in a predicament that can cause me harm call somebody else right yeah well said and, man. No, and, and no judgment right no judgment but see we have to pay attention to the play on words good versus evil the things that are happening see these things have been set up this system has been set up it's all been set up to move and work the way it works it's been orchestrated there are billions of dollars put into the way we behave as humans. There's studies. I know this from being, I said, from being admitted to a mental hospital. I watched, I was a patient. I see how they would come in, the way they would trigger us, the way they would do things and then come shoot me up, right? And watch how the drug would work, right? Put me in a straitjacket. I say, I got to use the bathroom. They tell me, figure it out. You know I can't get out my hands. I'm in a straitjacket. Mm-hmm. Study. science. See, and see how they, what they have done to us, Brian, through movies, when they used to do those movies back when they used to paint the, the black face and all that stuff, see, they programmed us to where when we see it, we don't believe it to be real. It's fictional. It's a movie. Oh, it's entertainment. Like, I, That's why I'm here, where I am, out of the shit. Because I I said it. I told a few people. There's probably some people here watching that knows. I predicted this when I seen the COVID come in. I was like, oh, they're getting ready to pull a purge. I seen it coming. Mm -hmm. They made the purge. The first purge movie was out 2013, I believe. The last version of it was 2018. They made that many movies of it. So now that it's upon us, we don't even believe. And see, we're that 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 purge. They it's set up, and so. When we try to talk about certain things, we use these certain words. These words have certain vibrations, connotations attached to them. So the moment you yeah. speak them, yeah. the moment you speak that word, you're not even aware that it acts it activates you in a certain way. Yeah, and, and it invokes it invokes an energy, it
1: invokes a story, it invokes imagery. Yeah, totally. It's like we, we're, and it puts us right into fight or flight. It activates the nervous system, and we're either hands up or gone from the conversation.
0: So if you don't know, if you don't know your anatomy, if you don't know anatomy, if you don't know what vibration, so that's why I, I study. See, all of my healing, hmm. I healed myself because the system doesn't support a man like me being healed. Yeah. There's no real medical care. There's no professional, real professional help. I knew that from when I was a th- good in therapy as a little boy for the other wounds.
1: Mm.
0: So I had to take matters into my own hands. Mm. And I knew the only way I was going to be able to be healed, I said, Boo, you can't, you can't keep saying them, them, yeah, they have a part in it. But I was like, if you keep giving them your power, you will never be healed. You will never get well. You'll never walk again. I started walking and went back to the hospital for a follow-up, they weren't. They didn't try to start give, giving me therapy until almost a year later. So you know if the body sits still that long without any movement, of course the joints and muscles will lock up. I didn't wait for them. But see, I was born and raised a vegetarian my whole life. Mm. So I ate the right foods mm. that healed the body. See, there's so many different components to this shit, Brian, of course. that of course. people aren't aware of. What you're putting in your body affects your mental and emotional yeah. state. Yeah. The things that you listen to. Yeah. Look at the picture, like you said. Yeah. All of this affects the way you see the world. It affects how you show up. It affects your energy. It affects the vibrations. If we're vibrational beings. It's energy, too. So, so. Go
1: ahead. Well, let me ask you, because this is one of the objections that I hear a lot from White people, even well-meaning white people, is we're
0: going we're to we're call them. I'm sorry, non,
1: non-melanated. Thank you, non-melanated, non-melanated people. Thank you. Personally, actually, those terms don't they don't bring up charge for me, but I totally recognize that for a lot of people we're, we're, they do. Gonna, yeah, absolutely. We're gonna, we're... I feel it. Got it. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so, a non a lot of non-melanated people, this objection arises. It's an inside job. Stop waiting for the world to change for you. Stop waiting for, you know, it's, you know, especially in the so-called spiritual community. You know, you got to cultivate your inner space to reflect it on the, all that law of attraction stuff, you know. Um, Which is real. It is real. Definitely. I agree. It's real. And, and I think this is, you know, holding paradox. It's real and the outside world
0: has impact on you i mean what what, yeah. what do you what do you say to that man oh this is beautiful this you you now you're in my you're in my lane this is this is i literally so in my course my my 30-day course yeah i just plugged it um what i am working with and helping uh people understand in this time with the mindset it's a 30-day mindset so uh i have a few melanated uh people taking my course, right? Yeah, and, and please
1: I- please man, if you want to put the link in the comment and pin it, you know, let's I'm oh, happy
0: yeah. to help you promote that. Um oh, thank you, brother. Uh what has happened, right? I agree. God is clear. You 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 you, you 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 the laws of attraction, right? Now, someone like you your privilege to life. Laws of attraction, right? Yeah. What do you get to see? Birds, fresh air, healthy food, abundance. You can speak that into your reality. I'm born into this world. Already the odds are against me. My neighborhood is full of violence. What am I going to attract? Right? Mm -hmm. I know melanated men are being killed by the police i know there's other melanated people shooting at all these things so what am i what do you expect me to attract
1: yeah what's in your thoughts it's in your mind it's in your thoughts it's especially the world around you is telling you i mean you told that one story in the cave about if i i won't give i'll let you tell the story the details about you getting a you were about to get arrested one day and the cop he just said what i'm not arresting you uh, he, he wanted, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to tell your story for you, but that fucking really struck me, man. About You want to tell that real quick? Oh, uh, when the, uh, just <laughs> the quick, just the quick version. Or I'll, I'll,
0: I'll give the quick version. You know, I'm, I'm transparent. I, there, there's nothing, my, my, you know, these stories yeah. don't, uh, they don't hold me. You know, these yeah. are stories, they're experiences. They don't, they don't hold me. They don't define me so I can speak them in a way yeah. that, uh. you know, but I want to add value, so yes, um, I got pulled over, uh, I had 20 pounds of marijuana on me, and that's, and so even that, right? Even that, the shit's legal now. <laughs> right. What do you think they're doing to psychologically to know that I was getting ready to get those 20 years, and now you, you, not me, but you, mm-hmm. can open up a dispensary and actually have a fucking cash register. Yeah. I used to do it through a fucking shoot. Right. <laughs> so imagine what that does psychologically. So anyway, long story short, I get pulled over. I can tell this cop is just doing his in this in this moment, he's just doing his job. Mm-hmm. But because I have this level of emotional Awareness, this level of intelligence. See, I'm connected. I understand. First of all, I took accountability. I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Right? So, even in life, when we think about ourselves as an individual, being accountable for, for the way you show up, I okay, what you're doing, no judgment. Yeah. Mom always taught me to be accountable. So, when I get pulled over, I'm in the back seat, but I already knew. He has a stereotype of who I am, right? He's expecting me to get ready to become this angry, melanated man. Mm. He's expecting me to behave a certain way because that's what he's always saw. And he was a young cop, he was a young cop, he was a rookie. Mm. So I said, you know what, let me enlighten him. Let me be his first experience because I have the emotional capacity. I have the emotional awareness. That maybe I can give him an experience, so the next person that doesn't have what I have has a highly mm-hmm. likely more probability to survive,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so on our ride back to the station, I kick it with how you doing? Omar? I noticed that you were you know I saw you not in, not trying to be negative but I, I noticed that you were very scared of me mm-hmm. until you got me in the cups. I just wanted you to know. I would have never tried to hurt you, man. I know. Miles. I know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I respect that you didn't pull your gun on me. I respect that you did not shoot me, because I know that's what you're trained to see, which allows you to do. And because I know too, I know the story, I know the stereotype. He's already in his sympathetic nervous system. His cognitive thinking is not working. So I know that don't. I'm 6'4". Yeah. Be smarter. You're gonna control your emotions. So when you're emotionally reactive, he's emotionally reactive. I'm emotionally reactive. I'm six foot 4 He's got the gun. I don't. Odds are in his favor. Not mine. But we don't. So bring it in the times we're now, with technology, the types of food we're eating. All that shit plays far a part, though. Why somebody's not able to. So, when you think about a melanated man who's out trying to figure out how he's going to feed his family on top of doing things that don't align with the law, because I'm not even going to say breaking the law, because if we were honest, all of us <laughs> see, even that, I'm not going to own that because we know, right? We know. There are melanated and non-melanated cops that break the law. So we're just going to say doing things that don't align. But he's trying to survive, like me. I was that guy trying to survive.
1: Hey, y'all! Just a quick little break in the action. I want to give you a moment to just reflect on what you've been hearing, on what Arjuna has been sharing. What is this inspiring you? What is this? Touching in you? What is this stirring in you? What are you understanding or seeing differently than you saw before? What do you resonate? Maybe you share in his experience. Just take a moment to reflect. Take a few deep breaths and check in with yourself. Feel how this is touching your heart. And if it ain't touching your heart, then you're probably just not listening close enough. And I invite you to bring your attention to this conversation. Stop whatever else you're doing. This right here, what Arjuna and I are exploring together, this is heart wisdom in its purest essence. Take a bathroom break if you need to. Uh, Definitely take a few deep breaths. And let's dive back in.
0: So I'm going to wrap this one up. So I'll land the plane on this one. So, yeah. Real quick, man. You know, um because I know the times when because like I said, man, this has been my whole life, you know. This is I've been in this space my whole life. This is what I'm born into. We're, I was born into this. This is nothing new. And so seeing the challenges, seeing the adversity, seeing the odds for melanated melanated men, melanated women um due to uh non-melanated skin um i always played a power position um i understood but i but i also understand too i know what fear can do right so when we really take time to educate ourselves you 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 move different right yeah totally. i know what fear does yeah. i know what i know what a man does when he's scared yeah right and so i We keep using this term about, you know, uh, the police trying to disarm, right? But there's ways you can disarm someone without even using physical force. Yeah, that's right. I I disarmed this officer with my words, with my intelligence. Yeah. And see, this (laughs) is the thing that I was saying. Everybody wants to be seen. Everybody wants to feel like a human. Everybody wants to be heard. And and with your caring, just letting him know, seeing him his
1: fear and letting him know, hey, I, I know it I would never have tried to hurt you. Well, this is
0: the reality, man. We know how it works. Like, that's his job. Now, is he gonna do his job right? I don't know. But am I gonna am I gonna allow myself to be his 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 test pilot? Fuck no. <laughs> I'm having nothing to tell you. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I've been shot before. Yeah. I know I don't have nine lives left. Anyway, in that moment, I speak to him. You know, if he's showing me some level of respect, okay. I'm not going to lump you in because at the same time, I don't want you to lump me in with all the other melanated men that you've seen certain ways. So if I don't want you to do me like that, I'm not going to do you like that. This was my mindset. If you show me some respect, I'll show you some respect. So I spoke to him like a human being. I said, hey, my man, listen, I noticed that you were scared of me. Well, and then I explained to him, I said, man, I said, how does that feel Hmm. to be out here working in the trenches? You ain't that big of a guy. I'm like I can only imagine what's going through your mind. Hmm. I asked him. I said, "What was going through your mind when you popped that trunk and you saw those twenty pounds?" He told me the truth. He was like, "Shit, brother, I was scared. Hmm. I, was like, I was scared shitless." Wow, wow. Because at that time, what's he didn't he he hadn't handcuffed me yet hmm. when he popped up in the trunk. Yeah, right. So he drew his gun but he didn't point it at me because I, at that time, I took control of the situation energetically.
1: Mm,
0: Yeah. Yeah. Breathing, centered, took some breaths, be easy. I had to let him know that I wasn't a threat to him, but that's not always the case.
1: Yeah, You
0: know, some of these, these officers are so scared. And because, you know, talking shit in the locker rooms, making jokes, and then when you, you know, a lot of us call shit and not, or we're not ready for it. A lot of us speak things and, and we think we want things that we really aren't ready for, right? And so, boom. I don't know how much he probably talked about it. I don't know who trained him. I don't know if it was a cop that was even probably more fearful than him that gave him his training. Right. That has programmed him that anytime you see someone that looks like me, shoot first and ask questions later. I don't know that. So, Because we already had all that, we made it in the car. I just talked to him. I was like, look, man, you know, this is what I really want to do with my life. You know, these are the circumstances. And then for a moment, it wasn't a cop and and a criminal. It was two humans having a ride back to the precinct. Mm -hmm. And on the way, he said, he said, man, he said, I never met anyone. And he was even mindful of his words. He said, I never met anyone that's doing what you're doing, but with such a brain. Hmm. I broke the stereotype. Mm. He was like, Man, a part of me wants to pull over and let you go. Mm. He couldn't let me go, but when it was time for him to testify on the stand, he spoke of me from the experience that he had in the back seat versus mm. the actual. And that weighed out in mm. wow. my favor. The other cops tried to get him to say, this this and this but because we had that human to human experience he saw past mm. the melanin mm. Mm. he was like damn that man hit me in my heart he, you know i told mm. him i said i, I said, you probably got a family I, I, I hope you can make it back to your family safe I, you know i didn't want us to be in a situation he felt like a human so you know but mm. some of us are carrying right some of us but some of us i get it some of my my melanin brothers we've been through it so rough and so much that after a while, you know, you can be in so much pain yeah. that there's a part of you that doesn't really, you don't eat, you just fed up. And that's what we're seeing with the protest. That's what we're yeah. seeing, you know, and people saying, you know, just the whole, think about this, Brian. The whole idea of fucking peaceful protesting. You want me to be peaceful after watching for the past, I don't know how many years of videos of me being. Murdered, and then seeing it just flashed across the internet day in and day out. But you want <laughs> are you are you asking me to be cool about it? And, and
1: and being told that you know kneeling at a kneeling at a sports game—that's not the right way to protest. You know, talking about it on Twitter—that's not the right way to but, protest. Just
0: shut up but, and play basketball, like. But, all- but Brian, look, mm. see—that's too far. That's that's way up the street. Yeah. That's you, you you're too far up the road let's start right here let's start at the starting line just the idea that you want me to stand in front hmm. of a building that's supposed to enforce a law for something that I know is totally unjust that we all know is totally unjust and you want me to be in my heart about this yeah like like I where I'm gonna tell you where I'm tripping how is it? You can arrest protesters for being 10 minutes past the curfew. You can arrest them, but you can't arrest an officer who has clearly shown that they have violated the human being at the utmost level. I'm fucked up right there. You lost me in the conversation right there.
1: Mm.
0: But what happens is, see, we don't see like, see, because what happens is we, this is so uncomfortable. But see, we'll jump. See, we don't stay in that. Let's just stay right there. There's nothing else to talk about until we can figure that part out. But we snip it. See, because we know in our rational mind, that shit doesn't make sense. And so because it doesn't make sense, we don't have a logical answer. So now we want to go grab some other shit that kind of makes sense. No, don't miss me with that bullshit. Let's stay right here and figure out why in the fuck that this shit makes no sense.
1: (laughs) And, And I think and I think even even staying here. And feeling the anger, feeling the heartbreak, feeling the futility, feeling like being willing. And I think as white people, this is especially where we, we bypass so quickly. Um,
0: because we know the truth. We well, know the truth. No, well, I, think,
1: I, I think a lot of I don't know that a lot of people do know these same see it the same way. But what we still again, but we're doing the same thing where we're rushing around the story into the the quick and easy explanations that aren't that are just stories they're just made up stories so we can so we can go back to watching tv
0: hey brian this shit is so good because let me explain so (laughs) i love you like a brother right i love you like my brother but i can't let you off the hook with that comment that we don't know that we don't know listen if i walked up to you and you save you and your lady cruising up the street with the doggy I tell you, hey, grab your dog. I don't like your dog. You're like, hey, man, she doesn't bite. We pass each other and I just slap the shit out of you or I kick the dog. In that moment, you know that's wrong, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So. Arjuna, I'm not saying I don't
0: know. Just to be clear. I'm not saying yeah, I don't no, know. what you're saying. I'm just saying, we know yeah. on a very surface level every human being knows right from wrong when it comes from the space of my personal space your personal space see we jump out of it and get just trying to grab shit and diff- no stay right here let's stay like let's stay eye level with it if you wouldn't want somebody to slap you you don't slap someone. It's fuck all of this melanated, non melanated. There's very basic stuff that we can stick around. That's why I work with the basics. And the,
1: And I am with you, man. I am with you on this. And let, let, sorry.
0: Let's bring in the conversation of what just happened yesterday when I was fishing when I met Steve. The guy wearing the mega hat. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I think this is huge. Especially right now. Yep. We're in the state of Florida. Where they have the law, stand your ground. Right now, mm-hmm. right? Right now, the energy of Trayvon Martin is heavy in the air. It's, it's,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's turned up now, right? It's turned up now, and somebody's made a good point, the willingness to see yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it's turned up right now, right, because of what's happening in America. But there aren't any marginalized or underserved, whatever term you want to use, communities in the area where I am. So there's there's no reason to play the odds and play people, other humans, against it non-melanated and melanated humans against each other because that doesn't exist in the demographics that I'm in. So I'm able to just go to the beach and enjoy myself. So I go to the beach the other day, I'm sitting at the water, but also I know where I am. I know the climate that I'm in. So when I see the gentleman with his his, his whole get up, he had the flag on him and it had a little statement and he had his hat, red hat, I already know even though What's happening out there right now is completely retarded to me in one sense, and it's, it's crazy, um, it's unfair, it's painful to see, and then to see him right in front of me, but I also know I'm aware, self, enough self-aware that I'm in Florida. So I don't need to take it personal in one sense because that's not gonna change anything, right? And so I always look at how can I use me as an opportunity to make it better for someone else who does not have the emotional intelligence, the ability to see, the willingness to see, um, whatever it is. How can I set? So it's like I look at it like a game, like 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 when you play basketball. How can I set up to play? Throw make the oop. How can I set the play up for the next person? So that way, hopefully, if they have this encounter it doesn't turn out well
1: well i think i think what we're talking about here too is the the human mind has an incredible capacity to delude itself to to buy into programs and to believe them even when the evidence suggests otherwise even when overwhelming evidence suggests the thing i'm believing ain't reality we still have a bizarre capacity to buy into you know and I think, you know, what, what, you're, what you're pointing at here is the only way to kind of confront that is not to get in someone's face and say, you're wrong, but rather it's like to present a, it's like to break a pattern. Like the way that you, I, I watched that part where you went up to that guy who was fishing with the MAGA hat. I saw that on your live and, you know. But
0: now, when you saw his face, what did you see, Brian? Let's be real. When he turned, when I... What did you see on him when he first turned out, when he turned around? So, he
1: be- yeah, 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 yeah. I hear, I hear you. I I generally don't like to make assumptions about what other people are thinking and feeling, but just let's oh, let's play the game. So, um, game. Yeah. we, we got to do it. We, we, we,
0: we got to people how this works. We got to play the game. <laughs> yeah. we,
1: so my guess, you know, yeah. I, I'm putting myself in his shoes and see and making that face. It's sort of like a little bit of confusion, a little bit of what's going on, a little bit of why is he approaching me? What is this? What's happening? Uh, Hesitation, you know, distrust. Sort of like what's what's what? what, what,
0: what... Yeah, (laughs) call it like you see it. You saw everything. It was a little bit of it was a cluster of things. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. But this is why this is so important. This is why this is so powerful, though. Now, but what everybody didn't get to hear because of the wind. Is what, unless some people probably did hear what he said he was doing. He says, I am fishing while I'm waiting for my wife to come from the gun range. Oh, uh, wow. Huh. So let me tell you. So I got to bring this into the fold because this is where the shit gets really good. Wow. <laughs> now, that was cold for me. See, I'm from the streets. That was cold for me to say hey, I'm scared, but at the same time, I don't know what your motive is. And because I had the phone in my head. And You know, now when we see somebody with the phone, see, even that now is it's something negative that's going to yeah, play out. Yeah. That was his way of saying in, in the most humble way, I felt. Because yeah. he didn't have a fucked up attitude when he said it. That was his way of saying in the most humble way. Hey, just so you know, if you're up to no good, yeah. wifey's on the way with the pistol and he probably had one in his little tackle box yeah i wasn't about to wait for that to happen because at the same time i had to be mindful i walked up in his space but i wanted to show america in real time yeah. when, when when see because we keep trying to say what do we do what's the answer what's the answer well, I wanted to show America a picture that's been painted and in us for generations and generations and generations. When someone, especially with that get up on, looks like that and looks like me, it's a fucking catastrophe. I knew, I know my calling, Brian. I'm not Superman. Mm-hmm. I don't have nine lives. But I remember my conversation with God. He said, if you can stand in compassion in the most extreme moments, love will win. And so what I did, when he gave me that, he let me know. He says, waiting on my wife, she's coming from the gun range. I knew right then. I hit his ass with a love combo that was so fucking energetically and powerful. I pieced his ass up. Bam, uh-huh. bam, bam, and uppercut of his ass. But it was all love. Uh, yeah, I said. I said, "What's your name, Steve?" I said, "Hey, Steve." And I, you heard me. I said, "Look, Steve, Steve, the world right now says that me and you, I showed him my skin, are supposed to be against each other." I am mm-hmm. on, alive, with my friend, talking about what's happening in our country right now. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, I even acknowledged his beliefs. I said the hat that you have on and everything that you believe, we're supposed to kill each other. I said, but I want to show. See, I took control of the conversation. I took control of the energy. I didn't let him keep fustering in his mind because I knew he was uncomfortable. I didn't wait for it to become a dramatic situation because I didn't have a point to prove. I wasn't there to harass him. I really wanted everyone, even him, who probably never ever would have a man Melanated, approach him with knowing what he had on and show him love in that moment. And I said, Hey, Steve, guess what? What does it feel like? And notice the words. That's why I said, Words are words. I said, Steve, what does it feel like when another human being that looks like me makes you feel like a human being despite what you have on, despite your beliefs and whatever? And he said, You've seen him pause. He processed and I gave him space, but I held him in that energy. I held him in that energy because I came into his space. So I held him in that energy and gave him enough space to really process that. And he says, damn, it feels good. Mm. <laughs> it feel- So now I don't know what he's going to do after that. I plant the seed. Yeah. He wanted to talk. He was ready to kick it. I said, nope, Steve, I'm gonna let you go back to <laughs> fish. Look, and gave him the fifth pound. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I went and sat back down. He was cool and even and then at the very end. Have a good day, Steve. You heard him. Yeah, yeah. Take care. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My point wasn't what what has happened, right? No one is challenging these fucked up narratives in a way with love, Brian. Nope. We're challenging them, but not from a place of humanity. And that's what we keep saying we want, right? We keep saying, yeah. we want to be human. We All lives matter. Well, damn it, for all lives to matter, my life has to matter. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And so, in that moment, yeah. if I can touch one, we can change one heart at a time, instead of trying to change the whole world, one heart at a time, he's gonna have to have that conversation There is no way that he can go home and not have a conversation about that because I just defied all the odds of his whole belief system. Now, what we have to bring into the conversation too, Brian, what we were talking about is, we don't know his upbringing, we don't know if he's been hurt, we don't know if he's ever been molested. See all these things play out, the childhood the upbringing, the beliefs, all these are real factors. And so we don't bring in the full fold.
1: Totally. I know. Yeah. You know, the thing, the thing that I keep, the thing I find myself repeating a lot to, to people um, who say all lives matter is, look, saying black lives matter does not negate that all lives matter.
0: See, Again, if I would have brought any of that into that conversation with me, and and I'm just saying, if I'd have brought any of that into the conversation with me and Steve, I'd have lost him. We know lives matter. That's a given. We're human. We're alive. We're breathing. That's a given. There's no need to even have that conversation. And see this is what I'm saying when we play into the narratives that we've been we've been programmed to play into. That's why I I said even that watching my tone, the words that I use, melanated non-melanated because even that, see, that term there's a few people in here right now, I guarantee you just to hear you, it triggers them. boom. Hmm. Sympathetic nervous system already. They probably clicked off or they're just sitting there like what the <laughs> Yeah. I'm... Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Real. Totally, yeah, I, get but, but, it. I get and, and, and rightfully so, though, because yeah. media algorithms—they, they, they, they invest in making these things work that way to keep us all separated. Yeah, that's why I always I lean in. We did the breathing, but mm-hmm. my hand on my heart, remind myself I'm a human. See, I see you. You know, I see you, and see, I can speak. I can speak in such a way. Well, I had somebody tell me the other day, they're like, Arjuna, you cursed half of your life, but it sounded so beautiful. Uh-huh. When you put that heart sauce in there, when you put that heart sauce in there, right now there are people watching this live because they can feel the heart activation that's coming through. I'm not just talking from here. I'm not trying to sound smart. I'm not trying to sound educated. I am activating hearts as we speak. Yeah. Some people haven't even been in their heart space, and I don't know how. And You see what I do in the cave. It's the same thing. Hey, brothers, it's tight in here. Let's get back in our hearts. Breathe. You know, those deep breaths, not shallow breaths. Breathe. Hey, Brian, you know, hey, i You got charged up. There was a few times where you, and I've never seen you kind of. You're usually, and again, see the words. The words is, and you were just like, ah, ah. I'm like you on the side. I'm like, I see you, I love you. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the answer. To me, honestly, for me, the answer is how can we bring each other back into our hearts? How do we remind ourselves though? First, it's not my job to get you to be in your heart space if I'm in my heart space, more than likely, I can activate yours, because that's where we are all connected. And that's what happened with Steve. I was in my heart space, and he was, I was able to, I was able to, it was like the fibrillator it was like, boom. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that heart energy. So i want to yeah. open it up with any questions, whatever, but yeah. you know.
1: Yeah, and what I, you
0: know, and this, this is definitely
1: as open-minded as I, like to believe myself to be I can be so damn stubborn and close-minded in and that is my you know my intelligence is 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 a great gift but it's also such a great weakness because I, I you know I, I get caught in that trap of trying to force my perspective on I mean again I do intimate relationship work that's my 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 profession is coaching couples and people in relationship <laughs> stuff And even in my own, and that's one of the biggest, the most important tools that I teach is how to get out of the details, stop trying to come to agreement over the facts of things and connect at the heart of the matter, underneath all the details. And, you know, we teach what we want to learn. And that
0: is the thing that, that for me. You know, in in your defense, in your defense, in your your own self defense, not out there, but in your own defense for yourself, to compassion for yourself, I'll say this to you, Brian. And like, I don't have all the answers. Right. I, I'm not saying I am the wizard of heart in it, but I do understand a lot because I've died and I've come back.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: I see the world through a different lens than the average human being. I always want to remind people that when they hear me speak or when they when they when they like Arjuna, what I have to remind people is this is that spirit. That's God. I got to give God the credit. Yeah. I'm like you. I'm flawed. Just like you. I'm a human. Yeah. But I also know I've had a date with my creator. Yeah, And I honor that every time. I honor that. I activate that. I honor that every time. I give God the glory. But what I was going to say is you're very experienced. You're very good at what you do. And because you're very good at what you do, no one has challenged you. And so when you have, it's like when you're the best on the team, it pretty much, I mean, in the sense that, Every woman I've ever dated and loved has challenged the shit out of me.
1: I just want to call that out. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. In that regard, but I'm talking about your profession. Yeah, because yeah. you, you know, when you lean into the cave, you come in and it's like nobody really, when you lean in the cave, the way you drop in with the stuff, have you ever really been like, yo, Brian, I don't, no, you, you, your case is always solid. Okay. Right? <laughs> okay right okay i hear so, you yeah. so, 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 so when you're good yeah that's why I love, that's why i love bruce bruce lee's teachings because he knew he was expert but he was also very humble yeah he 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 never wanted to fight but he knew that he would yeah. whoop, he yeah. whooped that ass and so yeah. what, but now i feel like there isn't we're not bringing in that spirituality into our beingness when we're interacting. And so then that's when the ego just slides in. See, when I wake up, I tell my ego, I, I speak to my ego, yo, get your ass in the back seat. We got work to do. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I let, I speak to it. We uh-huh. got to be on the same team. Too.
1: Yeah. I'm curious. Um, there was a a woman asked uh, this goddess Qualia, who's, who's Mm -hmm. been commenting a lot, been appreciating her her comments. She asked a question. I know this is a question that comes up a lot. Uh, What's the way forward? What do we do? How do we, I mean, I have my own response to that Arjuna, but I want to put that in on your plate and, and, you know, man, you're cause you're charting a path that so few of us are taking. So few yes. of us know how to take. Um, what do you say to that? You know, she lead the way into the future, chart the path forward. What does it look like
0: <clears throat> for me? You know, because we were saying it before all this. What we were saying with the COVID, right? Everybody, there was this new phrase that we're moving into this new everything. Everything is going to be broken, and we're going to. But there's there's the idea of that. Right. There's the idea of that. There's the knowing of that. There's even spiritual texts that speak to that. Mm -hmm. Right. That's why I use that analogy in the cave. Who's ever ordered furniture from Ikea Mm -hmm. or any company. And, you know, with the ego. Oh, I know how to put this together. I don't need the instructions. Uh Right. Mm -hmm. You just start. And then you get to the very end Mm -hmm. and you realize, fuck that piece all the way at the bottom Mm -hmm. is wrong. And because that piece is wrong, that final piece can't be built, right? And so now the thing is incomplete. So what has to happen? You have to dismantle the entire Mm -hmm. thing and start all over. Yeah. And so what I did with Steve in real time for the people that were watching is I had to change the whole narrative if i would have walked up on steve believing any of the story that we've been playing yeah that shit could have went south real fast yeah yep yep i i didn't bring none of what we and so when you're moving forward Mm -hmm. we have to be able to have enough faith and trust and love God. And that's why if you don't call it God, if you get in your heart, I know God's in the seat of the heart because of my experience. The heart knows. How do you bring the mind to activate or how do you bring the mind to carry out what the heart knows? Right? If, if My program is called Mind Elevation. That sounds beautiful because everybody wants to have that mental. Yeah. But if I would have called my program heart activation, you'd swipe right past it. Oh, fuck that. I don't fuck with that. <laughs> yeah.
1: So the first yeah, before, who, needs, who needs heart? Heart ain't going to get me what I want.
0: Or just because you don't even work with your own heart. So yeah. when you ask moving forward for, for, for her question, how do you, we have to, you as an individual, for me, I have to break through whatever beliefs Whatever stories that I have about being in my heart. We have all these stories. Protect your heart, guard your heart. Listen, the heart knows. God sit that's me, that's where God sits. I don't I'm good. Let me trust that then. If we can say love wins, if we can I really trust it. I challenged myself in that moment. No, did trust. Look, did I think for a moment that that could go south? Yeah. Right. I contemplated the odds, but then I said, and I said myself right there, Brian, I said to myself, when I had that story kick in, that he could do this, that could happen, that could happen. When there was a moment where I was like, man, this could, I had to challenge because what happens is we never push past the, we, we, we'll go back. And I said, no, I can't lean halfway I can't lean a little bit I have to give this 100% faith and it's just what happens is what I know is we do that in areas that we feel strong right yeah but in the areas that we're weak and so something I used to do when I used to go to the gym I used to I used to train myself like this when I go to the gym can I finish my workout with the same momentum the same mindset that I started with? <laughs> hmm. See, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother type of presence. Can I end my hour workout with that same? Yeah. Because now I'm, it's, it's a, it's a, see, because what you're, you're training, it's not just the mind. You're training yourself to be able to push all the way through the discomfort in your heart. You're training yourself to push all the way through with that same force, that same belief, that same integrity, that same grit, that same vibration. It's a workout, but see, I'm 20 years in it because I got shot when I was 19. I'm 40 now, so 20. I've, I've been playing this game for 20 years. Hmm. A lot of us are rookies in this, or not. Some of us haven't even started yet. Yeah. So I got, I got, I got a few years in it. Yep.
1: Oh man, Arjuna, big breath, brother.
0: Wow. <laughs> man. And you already know from you know I, I take it. But see, too, I sign up for this shit, though, Brian. I'm gonna be real. I I sign up for it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I put myself in those predi- in those predicaments where I can keep the heart activated. See, mm-hmm. it's just like with all the stuff that's happening, and why a lot of people, uh, non melanated people, are trying to um, understand when is it going to stop, right? Yeah. As far as the protests, but we understand that if we give in, right, that's what the system is already waiting for. Fatigue them. Yeah. play with them yeah. prolong things yeah and so this time melanated people like no we're charging all the way through we can't calm down and unfortunately unfortunately the, uh, the the those that evil energy is like okay well we're gonna we're just gonna keep causing havoc until somebody gives in
1: yeah you know and i can't i can't look there's a part of me as i just step back and see the bigger picture like just how the government by i mean really federal government especially is responding and it's like one thing that i know again from couples work and from my own life journey men we generally don't change until we hit fucking bottom right till we get shot right until until we lose it all in a sense and you know, I, I really, f- I, 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 fear for what's happening right now for our country, for just all this whole, co- this whole constellation of conflagrations that are, that are arising right now. Long-term, I'm hopeful. Um, but, but short-term, near-term, man, I'm fearful for, for, again, you know, I just mean that I just, I, um, I just, what am I wanting to say here, Arjuna? Um. I think the message and your practice, man, what you model, and what you are teaching, not just through your words, but through your actions. And in this conversation here about, you know, how do we stay in our heart? How do we approach conversations without bringing all our stories to it, even though we are going to bring our stories to it, but get beneath the stories and talk to people as humans? I think on social media, that's especially difficult because we're missing so much body language and so much. You know, it's just vomit that
0: comes out. and um. So to speak to that, you have to have, so there's, there's the intellect, there's the knowledge. You can Google things. You can know about the system. You can know about the government. You could, all of these things, okay, well, there's facts. There's information, right? There's all of that, Brian. But then there's the human technology, right? There's the human technology. We're so quick to jump on, on the internet to figure out and keep up what's going on and try to resolve that. But yet, we have yet to even get connected with your human technology first. Boot that system up. Mm-hmm. Make sure all your signals are up before you go trying to touch some shit that you can't even really control by yourself. So if, imagine if yeah. every human being woke up and meditated for a whole hour, had a healthy breakfast, yeah, said some affirmations, did some mirror work and said, I love you. I see you. And then went outside. Yeah. Bruh. Half of the shit we going through wouldn't be happening. But <laughs> yeah. we missing it. That's what I keep telling you. Yeah. We keep going way out there. We're reaching for shit. Start with yourself first. Yeah.
1: I know. Every, every, you know, every uh every male client that I work with in the men's group that I do, I have a weekly men's group I'm a part of that we meet in person weekly on mm-hmm. Wednesdays. Um, we always start with a check-in. What am I feeling like a check-in to the body? And usually, you know, especially men, you ask a man, what is he feeling? He'll tell you what he's thinking again out there in the stories. And I think one of this is one of the most profound practices that we as men can do, especially women too. But you know, speaking as men is, what am I feeling? What's happening in this system? Like you said, getting connected to the body system. What is going on here? Waking up my senses, waking up the, so that I so that I can speak from a place of knowing this system before I'm out here trying to solve this system. Cause all we're ever doing in that sense is like, if I can just fix everything out here, I'll
0: feel better. And that's not yes. how it works. It doesn't work no, that no. way. That's a moving target. No, you know, <clears throat> And God, I appreciate that, you know, and I received that. And, and, and what I want to say, too, real quick, B, is that something that's coming through right now as I listen to spirit is there's a part of us that has to be in the mood of service, right? Humble, service, not just trying to teach somebody or tell somebody, you know, service. Yeah. Like, you can see the bags in my eyes, bro. Yeah. I got now that this is happening. I got communities hitting me up. Bring this message to my community. Bring. I got people hitting me up, call, and I'm showing up. A part of me is like, I'm tired. Oh, man. Let's turn your devices off. No. See? I know the times that we're in. God needs us. We got to be more God. That evil shit ain't turning off.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: So when can you step outside of yourself? Right? I can't be in my feelings right now. I Yeah, I do need to sleep, but I also know that I have a message that could save someone's life, that could change someone's life. This shit can't be about me all the time. You feel what I'm saying? Lean in, like we talked about. Get in there. Open your heart, because that's the shit that... Now, I'm on autopilot. You feel that coming through this screen right now. You know what I'm saying? Stay in it. Move through it, yeah. love through it, because yeah. that shit look. That shit's gonna always make us think that we don't have it. That shit out there is gonna always make us think that we don't have it, Brian. It's gonna, it's gonna bring in, you know, oh, you need this, oh, you need, this. you, you know, you. No. Or, or
1: you should be doing something different. Or this is a waste of time. Or why are you doing that? This isn't what I want you to do. Like, why? All that. Yeah.
0: So, are you strong enough? Again, rooted in your practice. What are you doing to keep you rooted in it so that when those when those voices, those energies play up on you and tell you, oh, you're tired. Fuck that. That's why I said I trained myself to go to the gym with the same energy for hours straight. Go through it. So when I walk out of there, I want to walk in the same way I walk out. Amp, pumped. Not, oh. Train yourself. It's a mental thing. It's a story. It's all a story. Don't be attached to your story. Yeah, right? That's right. See yourself as a servant. I'm working for something that's bigger than all this shit. Mm. My man upstairs or whatever you believe, but that's, I got a different contract. I'm not here to appease humans. I'm here to deliver a message. And I believe that shit 100%. And so can't, I'm not, listen, I've died already. Fuck that. You feel me? Some of us talk that shit, bro. A lot of us talk that shit, but can you walk it? And can you walk it in love? You feel what I'm saying? Can you actually walk it in love? You have to be able to stand in it and see why, what, when when you think about, well, can we change what's happening, right? When we say, can we change what's happening? uh, What has happened is the system already has an expiration date on this. So the only way to really change this, it's the same thing I did with Steve. Show the system something it's never seen before. Now, will that look pretty? No. Will there be some casualties? Yes. This is a spiritual warfare. When you get on that battlefield, everybody, This is the facts. We're scared of that, but we want to enjoy life. We want all the things with life. We want to have this and we want to have that. Hey. Some of this truth is nasty. But when you know you're calling, you gotta stand in it. And that's what some people aren't seeing. They're thinking, oh, these people are angry. Well, why are they? Some of us that are out there protesting know their mission. And what we don't understand is if they give up on their mission, we all fucking fail.
1: Well, I think, I think the thing that, that really stands out for me most through this conversation I mean there's so many things Arjuna but the thing that the thing that I, I look I'm a former U.S. Air Force officer that's about to say this um, love is not weakness no it's not love is love is fierce everything and <laughs> And, you know that's I think I think that's a the, the big misunderstanding about and I think that's again why you know I was excited to have this conversation with you and, and the public forum and to and to go here and the, is because I think that's the thing that we've that's the, that's the myth we need to dispel that love means <clears throat> letting yourself get beat up and letting yourself get abused and letting yourself get walked all over and that is and that is and it's like we live in this false false choice of either I'm going to get beat up or I got to do the beating up. It's a false choice. False choice. False choice. And I think, you know, what you're so beautifully, powerfully demonstrating is, is, and this is what, you know, I, I worked myself to be a stand for as well. And, you know, i mixed results. I'm a human on my journey still, uh, but to be that stand for. That No, man, love is love is a third choice there. It's 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 neither beating you up nor allowing myself to be beat up. But but being a stand for a deeper experience, for a deeper connection, a deeper channel of communication in which we are bridging our differences that aren't really differences anyway. I mean, they're just they're just details on the surface.
0: Yeah, there, there there's the surface level. There's the energetic level, and then there's the emotion. there's the feel, like there's the vibrational level, like there's energy, there's vibration, and there's just the human, there's the humanness, there's the humanness in it. Um, And, you know, one of the reasons why I, I want to really put this in the space and emphasize move as a servant, because when you move as a servant, what happens is you don't get attached to your belief, Right. Because if, you, right. if you're if you only attached to what you believe at any moment, yeah. it could change, right? So this is what helped me
1: with well, Steve. And you're, and you're not being in service, if certainly not to the human in front of you, to the heart in front of you if you're attached to – if I'm attached to a belief, and agenda, I'm only in service to that belief or that agenda,
0: not to the heart in front of me,
1: the humanity <sighs> in front I, of
0: me. you got to guess because I've been wrong, right? And if I'm wrong – I have no issues with saying I'm wrong. I apologize. Humility, you know, there are things that, these things are real, compassion, you know? And, and a lot of times you have to, well, for me, you have to have those with for yourself first. That's why when I said in your defense, but not in your defense, but in your compassion for yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. You have to have compassion for yourself. You have to be able to be kind to yourself first. See, we're not kind. If I can't be kind to me, how can I be kind to you in your judgments? Totally, oh, yeah. I have judgments. You know, I'm a human. I do all of that. I, I think and I, could I catch myself. But because I've trained myself, yeah, I can catch it and say, hey. yeah." And there are times where it slips. But for the most part, I train myself in it to stay in it, yeah. keep training myself. We 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 have this, this human idea that once you make it to a certain level, it's comfort zone. But we got to remember that energy out there, that shit out there is always working. It's a yeah. vibration, it's a frequency, it's always amongst us. So you have to stay and practice. In stay practice. in your heart. You got to yeah. you gotta stay in your practice. You have, yeah. That's why it's called a practice. Yeah, you that's have to yeah. practice. We don't use it. Some of us use it for 30 days. We're we'll going to retreat or, or you, you know, we go on this retreat, you know, or or you, you, we'll, 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 we'll read a few mantras or read a spiritual book. And then we're like, we'll watch a YouTube and we're like, we're good. And then we think it's, and we think it's over. Right, and, right, it, right. And, and two, and one other thing. Notice this, Brian. This is what I noticed. The moment I claim to be something. Mm. Right. Watch out. I, want to be, I want to be the good husband or I want to be the good wife. Well, you're only attaching yourself to the goodness of it. There's a full picture. There's a, It's a full spectrum. See, we're only wanting to grab. We just want to grab the parts that always feel good.
1: Oh man, look! I get look. Even in this, uh, as as all this stuff has been coming up, like I've been very sensitive to, to racial disparities for for decades. It just I grew up with that awareness through my family, and and I noticed the moment I want to become the good ally, you know, the the good the good melan non melanated man who's fighting for the melanated people. When I attach to that, man, I will flame. Anybody, I close my heart to anybody who does not join me in that mission, and I do not build bridges. I fuck shit up.
0: Hey, (laughs) actually, we can make it real for the people right now. Let's let's, now we've been talking out there. Let's talk about art. How we this is what we've done, and you know, yeah, you know what I'm saying, Brian. Yeah, when that shit got messy, you were like, "I, I, guys, I just this." Mm.
1: in our in our men's group in our men's group yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. right yeah and so but 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 what happens though what when you when you partner up right when you have a support See, a lot of us are trying to go at a lot of things that are bigger than us alone yeah that's right it's hard when you are alone yeah and we have a partnership so when i see you shift gears hey, Brian, brief. Or when you say, hey, or Jonah, you know, and, and there's areas where I come to you, where I don't. I'm always yeah. a student, too. A lot of us don't want to be the student. Yeah, yeah. You know, I lean into you. Hey, Brian, this relationship shit, <laughs> yeah. that ain't my forte I'm humble. I can say I'm humble. I can reach out, because that's your area of expertise. And then you come to me when you're like, hey, Jonah, that <laughs> heart. Yeah. So it's like if, we're, if we, we could be humble, we could be students. But, you, you know, for me, it's how bad do you want to be great? And for me, it's, I want to be great for my maker. I want to. I want for me, it's like I want to show God that that second chance you gave me.
1: Hmm.
0: Thank you. Yeah. I'm grateful. Let me show you as much as i can let me remind myself how grateful i am despite all the shit that ain't fair despite all the things that don't feel good all the unjust whatever i still have to stand in gratitude right because i'm still here yeah and if i'm only gonna sit in the fact that it ain't working and if that's happening and that's happening shit if you're gonna be here Why not try to, you know, that's this is my mantra for me. If I'm, I tell myself every day, Arjuna, if you're going to still be here on this earth, why not try to choose the path that you know will end with the greater result? We've already did all that shit back there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That shit looks like the fucking desert where there's drought and no, like I'm looking at that green pasture. Yeah. I'm gonna keep my eye on that prize. Yeah. And because I love me, I deserve that. I'm worthy of that. Yeah. Right? And I believe that. Now, what's the journey to get there? I don't know. But if I stay in my heart, if I stay in my heart, I believe that I'll, it'll, it'll come to me. Yeah. Because 10 years ago, this wasn't, you know, and, and 10 years before that, you know, and I know, and for me is I know all the pains that I've endured, I know all the challenges that I've overcome. And my thing is it's a blessing to make it. So that information isn't for me to withhold. That's why I can get on this live and share it because I know the blessing, the truth of the other side is a gift. And I'm supposed to share that. You we're supposed to share our blessings. See, the human mind wants to that greed. No, keep that to yourself. Fuck, if I want to be in a world where I can be joyful and harmonious, then I want more people around me to be that way. So give it. Share it. It's it's not mine to hold. Service.
1: Yeah, service. Arjuna, man, um, I can't thank you enough for taking the time for agreeing to. to I mean, what else are we going to do, man? But this. But, but <laughs> you are you are you are my teacher, brother hey in this, this is my
0: fuel brother this is my fuel yeah this is my fuel when people ask me how do you keep going this right here yeah
1: where uh you said you've got this this new program that you're running T- tell me about it where where can people find it
0: so on my personal page if you go click you know, the, the formula click the link in the bio <laughs> um it's a 30 day course not even a course, it's a formula. So what I've done is I've customized this formula to work where it fits your schedule. But you know, a lot of these programs you do them and it's kind of like you do this program and then you go back to your life, right? There's this compartmentalizing that goes on. Oh, I took this, I went on this retreat and then you come back to life. It's like, Oh, I was out. So what I did was I created this, 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 this formula that it's every day you get to take these tools and you apply them with your everyday flow for 30 days. And so the idea is you're not trying to fix your whole life in 30 days. You're trying to create a rhythm, right? You're trying to create a process that you can apply to the whole your whole outlook on life, like my mindset, pretty much. So what i done was I took all the practices that I had that cut me straight through to get me in my heart. So it's 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 like a boom. It's like it's like that. It's like a it's like that intense course, mm-hmm. you know, accelerated. So it's 30 days of just getting into your heart. Practices that get you into your heart, from your mind into your heart. Take your mind and push it back into your heart. And so it's wow. designed for you to implement it with, if you go to work, or if you're in quarantine, or whatever it is. And then you build it. I help you build it. So it works for you. And then there's the coaching, you know, the mm-hmm. where I just lean into you and keep you. And all I'm doing is just keep reminding you, activate the heart. And so what happens is you take that, it's all your framework and now you just continue to run with it. And so then I created a, a, a weekly um, Zoom community where we keep refreshing, keep reminding. So it's the practice. Uh, there's a, it's a $35 monthly s- subscription where every Monday, Mindset Mondays, where we jump in and we just keep, cause it's a practice, you just have to keep reminding. You gotta keep speaking yourself into that vibration because the moment we get off this live, there's a few people that are charged right now. Mm-hmm. I wanna say to you, you know, um, before you get off, when you get off of this live, because we've talked about so much stuff and there's a lot of emotions, do something that makes you feel good. Play some good music. Make you a nice snack or a smoothie. I don't know where you are in the world. Uh, You see, I've been drinking water the whole time. Drink some water. Because anytime you deal with things that can stir up trauma, some of us may not know it, but you may be in your sympathetic nervous system, even though you're inspired. But sometimes you can get charged in a way, and you're not aware of it. So listen to some good music, some reggae, light a candle. Go get in the bath. Go for a a walk. Go for a
1: walk in the woods if if you got them. Totally. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so that's what I teach—very practical but cutting okay. edge.
1: And they can find that on your uh, Instagram page, link
0: in bio, link in the bio. You go okay. to it, you'll see, you'll see the outline of the program, and then from there, you just hit the register. I'll email you, and we'll keep it moving. And uh, I want to just thank—well,
1: I want to thank everybody for the for the for just your comments. And we've been seeing them all. I know Arjun and I have been locked in a conversation here, but I've been seeing everybody that's commented. Um, Goddess Qualia. Uh if you That's aren't following, weird. if you aren't following Arjuna already, we're gonna get kicked off here because again we're hitting the second hour. We went, yeah. we we did, of course <laughs> we're man, we double time. <laughs> I love it, I love it. This is good, this is so good. Um, I think what I'll probably do, Arjuna, if i may, I'm, if I might even just make this our pod, my put this on my podcast, Men This Way as the interview. I might be able to do that. So, um, I'll take a figure out if I can do that. But, uh, brother, you're a beautiful man. I am so honored and blessed to be in this in this group in this man cave with you my friends um you are my teacher you are my brother you are beautiful you are a beautiful man and and i love you man and i wish I could give you a big hug right now but thank you so much for having this conversation with me
0: hey god bless all of you man hey we learn from each other man you know uh we stand next we stand side by side you know what i'm saying even though the screens have a stack we stand side by That's side right. man yeah and and everybody's energy, I appreciate y'all energy. You know, yeah. I can feel it, the love, the support you guys showed for each other in this space. This is what the world needs to see. This is what we need to activate more of this. Um, yeah, we can all have our beliefs. We can all have what we think, but this is this is it.
1: Yeah, this is it. All right, brother, I love you. Good to see you, man. Rest well. That yeah,
0: we- Oh, and tell, tell, tell the queen thank, you know, I never got to meet her, but tell her, thank you for all of, she you know, a lot of her work. Yeah. So I, Sylvie, I, I will.
1: In. Yeah. Yeah, man. She, just, she almost just popped her head in here real quick. She's wondering, where the hell are you, man? It's dinner time.
0: So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> thanks, brother. I,
0: I didn't care, but she's like, hey, that, you know, sometimes when you have that friend that keeps you out of the house, the wife is like, uh. <laughs> brother, she, I speak so highly uh, to her of you, so she knows, man. So, okay. brother, I love you, Bless man. Bless everybody. Don't forget, listen to some music. Do something to make you feel good. Activate the parasympathetic nervous system. Yeah. I hope. All right, brother. <laughs> Big hug.
1: Thank you so much for listening. And thank you again to Arjuna O'Neill. You can find Arjuna both on Instagram, on his page, Arjuna O'Neill, and find his nonprofit organization, Share Necessities, at share-necessities.org. And I really want to encourage you to look up what Arjuna does and make a donation his organization well their mission is is bringing inner peace to the inner city streets and they've been especially hit hard during this pandemic and with all of the protests and they could really use your support they do incredible things like teaching yoga and meditation to uh, uh, kids in South Central Los Angeles but as well as bringing healthy food. Because what we eat becomes what we feel, what we think. It impacts everything. And Arjuna is just an incredible human being doing good work in the world. He's right on the front line. So I really want to encourage you to consider donating to his nonprofit organization. And of course, the link to his organization as well as his Instagram and any other resources will be in the show notes at brianreeves.com slash podcast. And if you are served by this and think others should hear it too, please share this episode or just write a review on your favorite podcast app so that you too can lead more men this way. And don't forget to subscribe yourself while you're at it. I'm your thriving life and relationship coach, Brian Reeves. Until soon, keep your head up, your breath relaxed, and your thoughts inspired.